Welcome to the Direct Sellers Podcast, the podcast for direct sellers who are ready to get uncomfortable, build their business, and grow a team while changing the face of the direct sales industry. I'm your host, Rachel Perry. Join me as we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious direct sales booty. From overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the exact strategies you need to attract the right people who become customers and beg to join your team. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life and kids while building your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, a good set of fake eyelashes. Let's get started. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. This episode is going to be a fun one. Ten things I wouldn't do again, right? So, like, ten things I wouldn't do again in 2022. Ten things I did this year that just nope, would not do again. And I got this idea from my friend Stacy Tushel, who's also doing a similar podcast episode. I was like, this is a really good idea. And I have to be honest, the ten ideas are have a lot to do with my personal life um, because, well, I mean. Yeah, that, I mean that's just how it, how the cookie crumbled. I I wrote a list of ten things. And they all came out pretty quickly and pretty easily. It'll be interesting to talk about them because I've just I just jotted them down. So we're just gonna we're just gonna chat. So sit back and and get ready to hear what I wouldn't do again. <laughs> you know, because we always talk about you know the lessons that I learned, and that was actually something that I had decided to do was the lessons that I've learned. And that still might happen because I think that's important. But I think it's cool to also look back and think like, what wouldn't, what would I not do again? Because we all make, I don't know if I would say mistakes, but we all do things that we wouldn't necessarily do again, right? So I just think, I just think maybe it's kind of a cool concept, right? So before I get started though, I have to tell you, Maybe this should be something that I wouldn't do again in 2022, but I am currently trying to decide whether or not to pull my 13-year-old out from public school to homeschool her. I am not a homeschool mom. I was a teacher for nine years, but I love my kids going to school. (laughs) I like them leaving the house, and I like having the quiet when they're gone, but uh, she's in seventh grade. And she's having a tremendously hard time. I would say emotionally, it's really hard for her. She puts so much pressure on herself. And you guys have heard me talk about her before. She's got very severe dyslexia. And so she really struggles in math. She struggles in reading. She struggles working memory. I mean, it's it's a battle for her. It's like she's going in, you know, to the front lines every single day. And she puts this pressure on herself to get straight A's, which is great, but... That's very, very high for her. That's very, very hard work. And the other day I had her take a day off school because her anxiety was so high. And in Virginia, they've just passed a law, I believe, that basically says like a mental health day is excused. I mean, why couldn't that have been a thing when I was in high school or middle school? Like for real. I remember my friends having mental health days. My mom was like, no, 
absolutely not. That's not a thing. (laughs) Um, I was always so jealous. My friend Bridget Bone, I remember, she would get mental health days, and I just wanted one so badly. But now I'm realizing just seeing that, you know, we have a a, a different appreciation, a deeper appreciation, I think, uh, for mental health now. And I just, I watched Caroline just crumble because she has this big, 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 huge project due. And she was just working on finding her sources. She has spent hours researching these topics. And then she had to write, you know, cite her sources. Literally, you guys, she worked for four hours. And I finally said, I was, she was working in the kitchen and I was working in the office. And I came out around two and I'm like, Carolyn, you're still working on it? Honey, you've got to take a break. Like, you've got to stop. And so the amount of time it took her to just do this one part of the project, to me, I was like, this is insane. This is not, this is not sustainable. This is not something that you can do. And she does have accommodations, but she doesn't like to use any of the accommodations. She wants to be just like everybody else. And so today she said to me, she said, Mom, I feel like I'm failing if I homeschool, like I couldn't hack it at school. And I said, honey, no, that's not what it means. You can hack it. Look, you're making it through. You're doing, you're getting straight A's, but you're not happy and you're anxious and you're 13. Like that shouldn't be what life is like for you. So homeschooling would just be something different and something that might make it better for you. And who knows? Like, I don't think we'll do it through high school, but who knows? I'm so scared, you guys. This scares me a lot (laughs) because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, it scares me, (laughs) but I feel like maybe I'm being stretched right now and maybe God is saying this is the right thing for her. And I'm going to be real, like I'm trying to be strong and trying to be like, yeah, like we can do this. It's going to be great, but I am scared. I'm very scared because I also there are big changes coming to Team Rachel in in 2022, like huge changes, big, exciting things coming down the pipeline. But it's all very big and 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 uncomfortable, and it's so good to be uncomfortable, and it's so good to be in this space. But I'm scared, guys. But I'll keep you posted on this journey. As of right now, I don't know what's happening. There's a big question mark. But there's a good chance that this is what's gonna it's gonna look like after the holidays. And it scares me, <laughs> but we will make it through whatever we decide to do. Um, I pray about these decisions like you wouldn't believe. And I know that if if this is the right thing, then it'll be okay. It it won't be easy necessarily, but it'll be okay. But that has nothing to do with what I'm talking to you about today. I just like to chat. I I just, I love to chat. Oh, guess what? We are almost at 100,000 downloads. I'm I'm like, what? I was going to take two weeks off in December. I am taking two weeks off in December. And I, and I thought about taking two weeks off the podcast, to be completely honest. But then I remembered, I'm so close to 100,000 downloads. So share this podcast episode with your friends, please. <laughs> I want to get to 100,000 before 2022. And we can do it. We can do it together. So I would love it if you would um, share this and you can screenshot it and put it on Instagram or Facebook and just encourage people to listen. If you have a downline, like let them know, hey, give it a listen because there are a lot of there are a lot of episodes. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so let's get to my list of 10 things that I wouldn't do again, shall we? 
<laughs> the first one is really funny after what I just said about Caroline. The first thing I wouldn't do again in 2022 is worry about my kids so much. I know that sounds silly because as moms, we're always going to worry about our kids. But you guys, it got so bad for me. And I think with Caroline and John Mark both starting new schools. So John Mark went to high school. Caroline went to middle school. Emma is still in elementary school. So for some reason, I'm not worried as much about her. But I've been really concerned about my other two. And it's almost like to the point where I need to have better boundaries, you know? I don't know if you've ever experienced that. But just re- my husband, he's even like, Rach, like chill. Like today, I was just talking to him. And, and I looked at the – Emma had left part of her lunch lunchbox at home because it needed to be cleaned. And I remembered that I'd made her a sandwich, but I hadn't cut it in half. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I didn't cut her sandwich in half. Like I gave it to her whole and I put it in a sandwich bag and I didn't cut it in half. And he looked at me and he said, Rachel, it's okay. (laughs) She's 10 years old. She can eat a sandwich whole what the heck, Rach? Like, why was I, why was that my immediate reaction was to panic over the sandwich that I hadn't gotten half? So I'm realizing that, well, I, to be completely honest and transparent, I started going to therapy in the fall because I realized that my level of anxiety over my kids was not healthy. And I didn't just want to increase my Zoloft. I wanted to get to the root of it. Like, why am I so worried about them? Like, what is it that I'm concerned about? So still working on that. But I think that I would I would advise myself against doing that again. Like, let's let's try to relax a little bit. Let's let's try to roll with it if you forget to cut the sandwich in half. Like, okay, she'll survive, right? So that's the first thing. Second, Oh gosh, these all sort of go together. This is interesting because I I jotted all of this down quickly. And and as I'm looking at the list, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, these it, there's a theme here, guys. The second thing would be that I, I wouldn't place such high expectations on myself. I mean, I know I talk about this all the time. I'm like, even my coaching groups, I'll be like, guys, the expectations that you place on yourselves, like don't place them so high because, you know, it's defeating and all the things. And yet, this is something that I did for myself. <laughs> I placed such high expectations on myself. And I I have learned that as the year has gone on. I feel like I'm, for example, I took a few months off the podcast this summer. And, and then we rebranded it, which was exciting. But I... I'd held myself to this expectation that I had never missed a week. And I was so proud of myself. And I was sort of defining myself around that. And then when I started missing weeks and realized I needed to take a few months off, I felt like a failure. But I wasn't a failure because I was just listening to myself. And and I had had this expectation. And so then I I felt like a failure because I, I wasn't continuing to do the podcast. And that was just such a lie, right? Because hello, not a failure because I didn't do that, but my expectations were so high for myself and they still are. And that's something I definitely have to check myself daily, my expectations. I mean, come on, I got upset with myself because I didn't cut my daughter's, my 10-year-old daughter's sandwich in half. She could be making her own lunch, right? But yet... (laughs) I mean, come on, Rach. Like, let's let's lower these expectations. Let's let's just not have expectations. There's a thought. Okay, number three, not taking a break. I worked hard this year. I 
And I think this is the same for you guys. A lot of you feel that you have to be ready 20 or on call 24-7. And the reality of it is none of us have jobs, businesses, like our businesses are not life or death. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not doctors. And if you are a doctor, I'm not talking about that business. I'm talking about your direct sales business. And I would be fascinated to know if you are a doctor and you have a direct sales business, because I would like to know how you balance that. But honestly, I think (laughs) not taking a break was detrimental to me. Uh, I did take two weeks this summer, but I never, but that was more like going on vacation with my family. And let's be real, like that's not a break, right? When you go with your kids and then your extended family, like that's not a break. But I didn't ever take a break. So I never had space to create and I never, in my mind, and I never had space to just breathe because I felt I had put um, such pressure on myself. And so I would not do that again. I would not do that again. I have been mapping out 2022 and I did it. I did do it again as we mapped it out. I'm like, okay, I can take a week break here. No, 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 no. I need to work less because that's the name of the game. And so, and I'm going to be talking more about that with you guys in the new year. I just think we work so much, but we don't need to. We could be working smarter. And so I think that's something that I would definitely, I would definitely not do that again for sure. And make, guys, hold me accountable. Hold me accountable for that. Make sure I take time off next year because I'm no good for anyone if I don't, right? I'm not a good wife. I'm not a good mom. I'm not a good coach. Like we've got to take the time to pour into ourselves as much as we pour into other people. Okay. Number four, golly, we're only on number four. Feel like I have so much to prove. (laughs) I would not do that again. I would not feel, have that need to, I don't know who I was proving it to either. Maybe it was my coach. Not that she wanted me to prove it to her. Maybe it's my husband. Maybe it's myself. Like, I just feel like I have to prove something. No, that's no good. That did nothing for me. That only hurts you, right? When you feel like you're trying to prove something. I mean, come on, we don't need to prove anything. We're awesome, amazing humans, period, end of story. Can I hear a what, what? Yeah, girl. Okay, number five. Golly, there is such a theme here. <laughs> it also sounds like I'm kind of a mess, which I, I pretty much am. So that's cool. Number five is not believe in myself. You guys, I did not believe in myself much of the year. Not much of the year. There was an underlying <sighs> unbelief in myself. Uh, is that the right word? Where I didn't believe I could do something. And then I did it. And I had so much incredible feedback. I was like, oh, I could do it. Right. But I just didn't believe. And then I'm like, I didn't believe that I could do it. So I didn't do it for so long. Imagine what would have happened if I had done it. Right. When I had the team building boot camp, that's when I realized, like, I. Hey, Rach, guess what? You do know what you're talking about and you can help leaders. (laughs) But I think I told myself this story that I couldn't. And that's me getting really vulnerable with you guys. That's me getting real, real, real here. But, um, But it's things like these stories that we tell ourselves that don't make sense. And 
That's the thing. I mean, so often these labels and these beliefs and these boxes that we put ourselves in don't even make sense. Like other people looking in are thinking, what? You're crazy. What are you thinking? But we just, we tell ourselves, it's kind of like what we talked about last week with Christy Wright. You know, we put ourselves in this box and it's just not true, but we keep ourselves there because of this label that we're giving ourselves. So that definitely is going to change in 2022. All right, here's a funny one. Number six, I would not wait so long to decorate my house. I don't mean for Christmas. I mean, decorating my house. Guys, I moved into this house in July 2020. Yeah, July 2020. We only just finished getting the couches and putting pictures on the walls. Why, you ask? Because my sister and her family were coming for Thanksgiving, and I wanted it to be done. (laughs) Why did I wait so long? Why? I think we told ourselves, like, oh, it's just going to cost a lot of money and, like, guys, we did not do it expensively, and it looks great, and I'm so happy. We had these old, decrepit couches in one of the rooms. I hadn't put a picture up on that wall. I mean, it just—I had a carpet in there that I hated, or a rug, I should say, and now it's what I want, and I and I can look at it from my office, and it makes me so happy. Why did I wait that long? It filled my cup so much to have my house the way I wanted it. Why did I wait so long? I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that again. Okay, number seven. <laughs> number seven. I would not forget my Zoloft so often. <laughs> okay, have you guys read um, Atomic Habits? If you have not, you need to read it. I think my two favorite books this year are Atomic Habits and Take Back Your Time with Christy Wright. But Atomic Habits really just teaches you how to build habits, how to become more consistent through building habits. I read that at the beginning of the year, and it was life-changing, but obviously not life-changing enough for me to remember to take my Zoloft. So that's a habit I've got to create (laughs) because it's not good for me or for anyone (laughs) when I forget it. (laughs) All right, number eight. Oh, this is a big one. I would not wait to hire as long as I did in 2021. And we are going to be hiring again in 2022, sooner than later, in fact. Because when we brought on, it's been Becky and me for a long time. We've had people who, like Elizabeth was with us for a long time, and then she had to, she had another place she had to go and and be and hopefully she'll come back to us. We then we hired Eliza um who was an absolute gift to me and to Becky and um and then she had I'm still hoping she's coming back too. Eliza, if you're listening, I'm holding out hope. But when I hired these ladies, these women, these incredible humans, it took such a load off my my list, my to-dos, all the things. And really, guys, this is what I teach. Like, we can't do everything. There comes a time in your business when you have to say, I need help. I cannot do this. I do not have the bandwidth to do it all. So I have to hire someone else. And I think the whole hiring process is scary, at least it is for me. And for you, you might think, well, I'm not even there. I'm not even close to being there. But you know what? If you continue to work your business, one day you will be. And maybe you work a nine-to-five and you you're, you get this. You're like, yeah, I know, hiring, man, that's tough. Or maybe you have another business and you're thinking the same thing. But I think I have this 
story around hiring that it's hard and I don't have the time to train and all the things. But every time I hire someone, it's never, it's, it's, it's effort, but it's so worth it because it takes so much off my plate. So I definitely wouldn't do that again. Okay. Number nine, (laughs) I wouldn't try to control all the things again. I wonder if I'm going to be able to stick to that one. Can anyone relate to that? I I never thought of myself as a control freak. I really I don't think I am a control freak. And I don't know why we say freak. Like I don't I don't think that's a nice word. But I don't usually think that I have to be in control of everything. But when it comes to my business, and you know what, maybe my husband would disagree with that. But when it comes to my business, I do feel I do have a harder time letting go. And that's obviously can be detrimental because I don't have to do everything. There are people who can do the things that I do even better than than what I'm doing. And I think because it's something I hold so close to me and it's so special to me and it means so much and I take so much um I don't know, pride in it. No, not pride. But it just is very close to me. It's hard for me to to hand things off to other people. But I cannot do it all on my own. And there are people that I hi- have hired who know better than me about some things. And I think that is really important to remember that sometimes we think that we can do it. We're the only ones that can do whatever it is. But the reality is that that's not the case, right? And we can learn from other people as well. That's huge. So that's something I'm going to really work on going into 2022 is is really trying to let go a little bit more. And then, oh my gosh, these all had this had such a theme. Um, my number ten <laughs> um, thing that I wouldn't do again in 2022 is take on more than I can handle. Now I used to be, uh, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. And reading Christy Wright's "Take Back Your Time" book, oh my gosh, that's changed my life. Uh, changed my life. And I think I got better this year with boundaries. But something that she said in her book about really looking at the thing that you are considering. For example, in my case, maybe I want to become more a part of the PTA, <laughs> which I don't. But let's say that's what it is. I need to look at that role and think, okay, so what is going to have to give in order for me to take on this role? Like that's going to take, so that time is coming from somewhere else. Is it worth it? And I think that's something I'm going to sort of think more on as I go into 2022, because when we take on more than we can handle, and I did that a lot with work too, I kept creating these deadlines for myself and for my team that were a little bit insane and it creates some created some stress in in people's lives and I think I wouldn't do that again I think I need to be more aware of what things are going to take I tend to so you know I'm just a I like fun I don't like to think about the hard things I don't like to think about conflict I don't like to think about I don't it it's 
such a buzzkill to think about what that's really going to cost my team or what it's going to cost my family. So I don't think about it. And then I find myself in these situations where I'm like, oh, this was not a good decision. So I think that's what I would do less of in 2022 is just really thinking about, you know, not taking on as much and, and really thinking about the thing, the decisions that I make and the commitments that I, or the things that I commit to and the decisions that I make, I will think more about what that looks like and how that affects the people around me. That was a lot. And they all are very personal, aren't they? (laughs) I got really real and raw and vulnerable with you guys. But you know what? I think, I think it's a good thing. I think it's good to reflect on these things and I love you and I, and I feel safe. It's a safe place and you guys can always vent with me too. So I would love to know something that you wouldn't do again. Um, I would love to know what you, what lesson you've learned and something you would not do again in 2022. Let me know, you know. You can message me on Instagram at Rachel A. Perry or email me or stop me at the grocery store if you see me. <laughs> I want to know. You guys, I don't know if, if I'm taking two weeks off with this podcast. Um, I might. <laughs> Depends how things pan out. If I do, Happy New Year. I hope you have a Merry Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. But maybe I'll be back next week. I don't know. And you know what? That's okay. This is hard, guys. This is hard for me to be like, who knows what's going to happen next week. But I just want to know, I, I want you to know how much I appreciate you and how much I love that you listen to this every week. And this is just such a special, special um project for me, this podcast. And I just truly appreciate that you take the time to listen every week. So listen, my friend, I love you dearly. And I look forward to talking to you either next week or in the new year. Until then, my beautiful friends, take care. That's it for this week's episode of Making the Leap. Thank you for joining me today, you guys. And hey, listen, if you love today's episode and think your downline, upline, or even your sideline might benefit from it, or even the podcast, send them a link, share this episode, or screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at Rachel A. Perry. I'd truly be so honored. And hey, listen, if you haven't already, come and hang out with me over on the gram, where I share all kinds of craziness and free resources to help you make the leap both in business and in life. Because let's face it, life and business can be hard. So why not get all the help we can? Till next week, my friends.